Back to the show. So uh, I had a chance to listen to the new album, that uh, the preview, and uh, it's it's really good. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So I I actually went through and gave myself some little notes to go through all the songs because. Okay. All right. So honest review, I think this is probably. The, as good an album as the first one and 15 it's, it's right up there it's a top tier album I, I don't know what's different about it the so, all the songs are different i think there's a swagger to it there's I, here's what i think it is well well here all right, all right go ahead what do, you, what do you think it is I, i'm thinking yeah you know how you know the answer <laughs> i think the two guitars play together differently because the energy and it's a different setup now but they yeah. work so well together they complement each other yeah, in a very, in a very Aerosmith, you know, like Aerosmith and the Stones and and you know all those bands, the guitars work together. GNR, you know, they play different things, but they work together. That's what I'm hearing on this album. It doesn't yeah. sound like them, but it's well, we uh, there, there's a couple things different on this, a few di- different things on this album, but um, yeah, I, I think we made a conscious effort to keep it a rock and roll album, not that it we is. haven't in the past. Um, we were working with Marty Fredrickson, who's kind of the sixth member of Aerosmith, uh, and has written um, a lot of songs for them mm-hmm. and a lot of other people. Um, very successful, and um, I, I just think that we, we, Josh and I and Marty, as a, a, a writing unit, uh, we really hit a stride real, right away. We had written 20-some songs before we went in, mm-hmm. and um, we, we took some time, to, since COVID was, the quarantine was happening, we, we took some time, went to Nashville, and really crafted uh, a bunch of songs, and, and we were really clear on how we wanted each song to sound, you know? So, yeah, I, I think the guitar work, um, I think it's... Uh, it, we we also wanted to keep it in the spirit of seventies Aerosmith, seventies uh, yes. ACDC. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe seventies Ro- uh, Rolling Stones. So though it had those uh, elements, but there's also you know seventies uh, Sex Pistols. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I well, think the, the I th- first one is like that. I think. Um, keeping those things in mind we uh accomplished a lot oh, it's it's so good and i i, I couldn't my finger on it. i think and i think when i walked away it's like i think it's the guitar play i mean yeah. josh he's a good singer he's he's always flawless when he does a ballad he sings it heartfelt i mean you know he's always spot on so yeah. it's always as consistent yeah so the music's a little different in the band and i think it's the guitar play on this one that really kind of the way it, it weaves yeah. back and forth on this one yeah. um you know, and, and as um, I, I think it's a little bit more refined this this time around too. Um, I wasn't, you know, like I wasn't I wasn't crafting solos to just you know to, to shred. I was I was yeah. crafting. You know, you, most players in rock that are in a band that are uh, that is um, I think if, if you're not a Joe Bonamassa or uh, somebody that gets a whole song uh, or extended to craft uh, and create uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, a lead and all that. Most guys only get four or eight bars, you know what I mean? So what I, what, what I did was kind of really play for the song, but, you know, like peppering in, you know, like new licks I've learned throughout the, you know, the year. The it, year. It's, it is good. I mean, um, so was Billy part of this? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't as part of it as much as uh, I would have liked, but he's also coming in at the 11th hour. You know, right, which I, you did at one point. You were the new kid at one point with the other guitar player writing songs. I was I was the new kid uh, fifteen years ago. Yeah, but at one point you were the new kid coming in. The other guy was writing all the songs on guitar. Yeah. So yeah. you know what it's like. But you guys sound good together. It's it's um I'm, I'm excited to see you guys play live. That's gonna be great. Yeah, the I album. Think, I think there's a a lot of um, you know, there's a lot of, I think you know we we spent a lot of time just jamming in the garage here. And um, it really works well together. I, I think we, we come from the same school. I think um, he covers a lot of the areas that I, I don't, you know, as far yeah. as slide playing. Um, and, you know, like he's, you know, he's, 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 uh, he's, he's really got the Joe Perry thing down. So. Uh, it feels more in the pocket. You he's, know. In, he's super in the pocket. He's super Malcolm. Um, yeah, and he's just a rock and roll uh, fan. He's a historian, you know, and he's a, especially with rock and roll guitar, you know. And it, yeah, he's ridiculous. He it, you know, and uh, yeah, we love him. He's awesome. This album here is the album I was talking about. I'm like, everybody has to come out from COVID on their best album. So congratulations. <laughs> you guys are the first ones out of the gate that I've heard that has okay. yeah. justifying the COVID album, I tell you, man. Um, so I'll, so I'll go through the steps here, some of the uh, the tracks, all right? Yeah. It's so five, four, three, two, one. Yes. That I would probably call your Sex Pistols song. One word, supersonic. It's just crazy. The energy's crazy. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's a high energy. Um, you know, Marty. Uh, you know, he, we were just talking about creating. Um, but before we start a song. He just like talk about the energy, and he also said, you know, he told me it all starts with the beat. It, the beat's got to be solid. So sometimes we mm-hmm. go into songs um, before we even address the riff. We we'd spend a couple hours on just the the right beat, the coolest beat. I know that sounds um, a little much, but. Uh, no, actually, that was actually in my notes of some of the songs about the dr- drumming in this, the rhythm. In this yeah. album, well, yeah, I mean, you feel it. We would first program, and then and then we would we would send them off to Francis and 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 to Kelly and to Billy. And what would happen over the span of twenty twenty, um, they would be getting songs one at a time, a group at a mm-hmm. time, and then make it their own. So we would send out the skeleton. They would give it flesh and a personality. You know what I mean? But. Um, it would all start with the beat, and that's like for for a live band. That's the most important, one of the most important things. Like, oh, yeah. are people going to dance to it? Are they going to move to it? Does it move them? You know what I mean? So, uh, and I think it works. You know, like oh, this album, yeah, yeah. It's like a nice pair of jeans, like your favorite pair of jeans. It's just it fits right. You know, it's you know what it is. It's Buck Cherry. It's Buck Cherry. It's a yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So, you know, that song is like I said. It's it's crazy. It's fun energy. It's a good song. Yeah. So then, you know, 
the next one is is so hot and yeah. that, that's one I wanted to key in on. We're doing a video for that one at the end of the month. I'm okay. here to tell you. Um, uh, my manager called me right before this, and he was like, "Yeah, talk about you know like." I'm here to let you know that we're filming at the end of the month. It'll probably be released in March. Now, the caveat is this all hinges on um, what's going on with COVID. Yeah. And when, if the numbers, God willing, go down, um, then they will start booking. They will start with the release dates. Yep. So that'll be probably like summer. And then they'll back it up with promotion, marketing, strategy, and, you know, booking tours. So, I get that. Um, but the marketing is, you know, the marketing or, or promoting on social media will start in March. So that's when So Hot will be released in March. Okay. That is awesome. You know, this is one of the songs. You can do 10 songs, 10 singles. If you have to just do some of those lyric videos. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. That might be, it's funny you say that because we might be doing that, you know, because no, it, seriously, I mean, it, they're all standalone songs. Yeah. I mean, and that's another thing we were, were striving for is, you know, like an album filled with songs that were awesome all on their own. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. Mitch you know it's good when you're going to work and you pull up and you're you pull up in your car. Sorry, you pull up and you're listening. Like, listen to the album. You know you have like one or two songs left, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna be late for work. Yeah. Well, I'll be late for work then. You know, and then like there you go. That's that's the litmus test for it, right? Yeah. You know, it's and so hot is a rock. It is a straight out. Yeah. It's a rock song. It's rock and roll, and it's it's the whole, the, the whole album, in my in my opinion, there's there's one slow one, but it's not. You know, I'd say it. It's not like sorry. You know what no. I mean? But it's no. more like um it's more like Hey Jude, you know. Right. What I mean? It is. It's it's um we'll, we'll get to that. I got that one. So Hellbound, that one feels almost that it has much more of the seventies bluesy guitar play feel to me. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's great. It's very it's still heavy, it still rocks. Yeah, but yeah. it feels like it's got a little bit of a different um the groove to that one's really strong. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, it, that's that's like if ACDC and Aerosmith had a a love child, you know. And if he... <laughs> um, yeah, it, no, but it's it's good though. It doesn't sound like like I said. That's the, that's the point. I mean, some bands yeah. are just called the ripoffs. Yeah. You, you coming from like from a guitar player standpoint, you know, like. Yeah. And then once it gets to Josh, it becomes Josh's, you know, and it becomes mm-hmm. Buckberry, you know. No matter what he sings on, it becomes. That's yes. what. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. That's so his voice. you know, and unique. So, and his voice is so strong. It is, you know, a voice is an instrument, but his his voice is like then two instruments then because, you know, his range is so crazy. Um, yeah, he's so, uh, all right. Yeah, gun. Gun. See, that one. That's kind of that's once again that's kind of like Hellbound. Got that fun bouncy guitar in it to me. You know. Yeah, that one's uh, on the Aerosmith tip for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, Evan Fredrickson played B3 on there, and uh, that's Marty's son. Um, Billy on slide, of course. Um, okay, what can I tell you? It's it's still steeped in that 70s rock and roll guitar rock. Oh, All that matters is what's your review. You know what I mean? Oh, I think it's great. I think it's killer, man. I, I Seriously. I, I couldn't wait to get to, to go back with you and do this interview. I was like, whole, like I heard it the first day. I was like, I can't wait to talk to you. Um, awesome. 
so then all right here i come that is just like a straight ahead rocker man that is just yeah that's that's so if you think of an album we thought of it as uh, a vinyl you know like a vinyl release so you're mm-hmm. gonna have the first half on the first side which is those first songs you mentioned and then here i come uh leads off the second side you know what i mean that's why we put that rocker in all right i like that Rockers usually end up as one of the first songs, but we had a few of them. So um, we started the second side of the vinyl with Here I Come. That's one of my favorites. That's it. Yeah. And if you, if you, if you listen closely, um, it's on Nevermind the Bullocks. Uh, I mean, I was, I was listening to Problems off of uh, Nevermind mm-hmm. uh, the Bullocks. Sex Pistols, and that kind of just the vibe of that, you know, it's like, I want to do something like that, but maybe even a little faster, you know? So that's yeah. where the, the, the impetus for that is, you know? It's, it's great. It's actually, you know, it's, that's one of the songs I actually asked, like, man, if this isn't in vinyl, this sounds like it's a vinyl album to me. I like to hear it in vinyl, the, 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 you know, the, yeah. the frequencies on it, the crunch, the needle, even going, you know, the whole effect. Yeah. I want to hold an album in my sweaty fingers, yeah. you know? Definitely, uh, we're definitely pressing it as well. So good, yeah. Get, get some good artwork in there. Get some more life shots. Are always the best. Life on the road. Those are the best vinyl album covers. You know, we have um, a guy illustrating some stuff for us right now, breaking through the barricades. So we'll see what he comes up with. But in the insert, um, yeah, we'll definitely uh, band photos you know, and if lyrics. If it's shots, though, don't you think that people uh, would? think it's a, a live album i mean i usually see live shots with live albums i think nowadays generationally nobody knows the difference like they don't think like that yeah. don't you remember in the 70s looks look, grabbing the albums and you just wanted the band because you know they're, they're taking pictures because they're on tour writing the songs at the last minute all the pictures that they have of the band were either shot for a magazine or on the road and they're half asleep on a couch or you know what i mean those are yeah. where they're getting pictures from because the, the the record cycle yeah yeah all right yeah, I think people like live shots. I mean, look at your Instagram. Like, look at where the popular shots are you guys have. It's, you know, the guitar shots, well, the jumping. I live shots because that's a convenience. We don't, we, we rarely, I don't, I don't remember the last time we were in a studio to uh, shoot a photo. Well, you know, we were on, uh, we were on tour, uh, I guess, one of, actually one of the shows this year. Uh, you know what? I stand corrected. One of the shows this year, we, we, we took some studio shots, but like like at like the Walmart, right? <laughs> yeah. The studio? Right, yeah. <laughs> that would be an insert right there. That's what you should do. Yeah. The yeah. Buckcherry family photo from like Walmart, and then put it right in there. That'd be hilarious. That'd be funny. I you know like, I guess you know like if we were more on the Foo Fighters tip, it might be you know. Yeah. Funny. I, yeah. I don't think it would go over well as funny. I mean, yeah. right here it is funny, but in theory that we're like, what is what the hell are you guys thinking about? It's a it's a good serious rock record. It's not a you know it's it's good, and I think you're right. It it, it belongs on vinyl. Um, yeah. Talking about beat driven songs, junk. Don't do no wait. That's gone. Uh, the rhythm drives that song. I mean, it's not, it's not you don't hear it over the guitars, but the rhythm of the guitars we play is that that beat. Yeah, we we definitely sat and. Um, uh, mapped out a beat for that one. Marty's also Marty Fredrickson is uh, originally a drummer, so um, he's really uh, tuned in to that and, and what 
what beats are right. Because a lot of times I'm, I'm programming here for just for demos, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes there are beats a, a drummer wouldn't necessarily do. Or fills, you know what right. I mean? Right. That's, that's where I kind of get tripped up. I'm a guitar player, so I don't think like that. But Marty, he, he definitely has uh, his finger on the pulse. He knows, um, you know, how to keep it simple or keep, you know, get it intricate when it needs to be. So, and he knows what swings and what doesn't. So, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the groove on that one is uh, awesome. Um, as far as the soloing on that one, I believe I used the, uh, uh, I, I, I got, I stopped at Jim Dunlop and Joey O hooked me up with a, a bunch of new stuff to try and a submachine fuzz. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like an Octavia, but it also has a strong low frequency that you can, you know, dial in and dial out. So, um, but yeah, that's when I remember. It, it works with the song too. I mean, all the guitar sounds work perfectly with it. Like, everything just fits. It's like the perfect puzzle. I, I want, I want to, you know, like, I, I also want to, do a big shout out to uh, Damon Johnson. Um, he lent us a few amps just to try, you know, like, cause we were, uh, we had some amps from uh, Joe Perry over there. And um, I've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was, guitar, right? That were, we did it at, at Quad or uh, Sienna Studios. And uh, we were using a bunch of amps there. And then we used, uh, and then Damon, uh, Marty's friends with Damon, he's like, hey, you want to try uh, this uh, Marshall uh, Plexi? I think it was a 70, maybe it was a metal face, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, metal front. Um, but we tried a Plexi, uh, uh, an old uh, Super Lead, and, and then we tried two uh, uh, Silver Jubilees. And uh, the, the, those Jubilees were are just awesome, you know. That's that was my amp of choice for a long time. But anyway, so and they can straddle the heavier stuff we do, and then you just dial down all the gain, and then uh, songs like uh, "Ain't Wasting No More Time" it fits for that. Uh, I know that we used um, some Vox type amps for um, "No More Lies." You know what I mean? And that's kind of our Zeppelin, uh, Jamaica kind of vibe song. <laughs> yeah, it was actually so good. You're hitting all the guitar stuff. I would have gone back over, so you've kind of already gotten it along the way, so good. Um, Wasting No More Time. Not a ballad. No. Nope. But not a rocker. It's almost like a, a Southern rock, Louisiana slow cooker i guess I, I i was thinking about it i'm like i don't know, even know where to put it because it's not fast it's the jammy not skinnered but it's kind of got that real no i mean it, it's it's a mid-tempo uh, i'd say more adult contemporary kind of song but it's not adult. oh i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that but it, it's um <laughs> don't ever say that <laughs> you know i would say it's in in the in in the uh wheelhouse of tom petty Neil Young. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I give it that. This is the the song where, you know, we're uh, blatantly saying Buck Cherry is getting older and getting older gracefully. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not just trying to, you know, be the same band we were 15 years ago. 
Well, so. you prove you still can do it though in the other songs though. So yeah. it's not like you're. Yeah, not, I mean, you're not. I mean, we still can do it, but we, you know, we want to show range that that we can grow as writers. Yeah, you know? I mean, this is as strong as your first also, album. So like, I think for us, it's this is also part of the spectrum of music that we like. You know what I mean? Like we also, <laughs> you know, like we, you mentioned uh, in another interview about Prince and all that, and the, yep. and the more funky kind of influence. But this is also, you know, we love anything from Tom Petty to Neil Young, even John Cougar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The rate, the spectrum is is wide. So I get that. It's you know, it's, it's good. I mean, it's, it makes the albums fun. It, it, yeah, it, it's cohesive that way. The songs are different, but it's a cohesiveness. Yeah, um, yeah I heard it kind of a southerny ballad type of thing, which is kind of the way I, I consider southern rock is kind of what I consider Tom Petty. I like Tom Petty, so it's kind of Florida, right? Right, right on. Um, the way is pretty much the ballad when you're talking about pretty yeah. much a strong piano, strong voice, a lot of emotion in his voice. That's you. Yeah, that, uh, you man, you man, that was nice. What the piano? Or I'm not yeah. singing. Um, no, no, I know that it's a piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was you. It's good thing. No, that I'm, piano is nice. I'm the harmonica and gun, and I'm the piano in the way. Yeah, that is, it's so good. Cool. Good job, man. Yeah. That would, you was, was, how, would you learn that piano playing? That was uh, written right here on the piano right over there. Um, and uh, I remember, you know, like it was sometime, my, my dad passed in uh, July and, uh, you know, it was just a, a late night around here, somber, and um, I was just kind of playing with uh, different chords. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm a you know I'm not a piano player, uh, but uh, I can fake a little bit. And uh, you did a good job here. Yeah, and then um, it it just kind of it came together pretty quickly. You know. And I've you know I've I've always listened to a lot of Beatles, so huge fan. So it, it's 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 so good. I mean, and I hear that as being like your if you're going to, if, if we're talking singles, old school. I mean, I could see it being like probably your third or fourth song in the summertime as things open up and you guys are out about. Yeah, you know I, you that's know, a good outside song for people to be singing and you know. Yeah, I think the the schedule the early schedule is going to be so hot as first, and wasting yep. all your time as second. And um, Hellbound is third. So they'll all be singles and videos. So Those are great. That's what they tell me. But, you know, that could be the coffee talking. Well, maybe the, the way could be the fourth then. By the time it'll be, hopefully everything's be open. You know, you know. Uh, you know it's, it's, it's really good. Though. I mean, that would have been like your big, probably breakthrough ballady song on every album. I'm sure you didn't write it like it's a ballad because it's not really a ballady, ballady, you know, like the other songs. It's just yeah. a really good. Yeah, I mean, who know, you know? Who knows? You know, like, I I, I know that we um, also didn't want to. Um, I don't know. Keep doing the same things, you know, that we've been we did on the on the last few records, you know. So, um, but you are who you are, you know what I mean? And um, we were just writing songs, and that one came out, and uh, we it's, loved it's, it's good. 
Uh, you guys uh, write some really good ballads, though. I mean, you know, slow ballady songs. You guys write really good ones, though. You know, it's yeah. Oh, thanks. It's good to be good at something. The last song is actually "Barricade," which is we're getting a title from too. That to me is like almost like an anthem song. Like that would be a good opening song for like yeah to start a show with that. That is just so. That one's got like an arena chorus. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear that. It's like yeah, an arena, very like a chanty sing along. Like it's, it's I love it opens it. up. I think they're all sing along, but that one oh. for sure. I can. I, I just the vibe of it. Look, is it like an arena tune for sure? Um, right at the chorus, I heard. I actually visualized. I'm like, that would be an opening song. Like first thing I said when I heard it, I'm like, that would be. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, that one's got over. You know, like if you if you strip it down, that's a, a super Beatlesy too, uh, underneath. But mm-hmm. uh, there's you know like we you, we use big amps for that one big drums uh for the most part we didn't use we weren't going for a lot of gain like we, you know like some of the more recent albums have or even josh todd in the conflict we went we, we used almost no gain. we wanted the school of thought was acdc barely cracks that open you know what i mean if you listen to some yeah. Smith records they're not you know it's not super gainy guitar tones and so yeah kind of what we were going with you know and more stuff you know like you pan hard right and left and then it gives so much more room for every with everything else you know so. and the best part is this is one of those albums that sounds really good in headphones like it yeah. you get real you know some albums are like good and they're like oh you got you know it's like flat this album is really just yeah you know, it's a definitely a head of a headphone yeah you hear all the different things our friend uh anthony fox who uh helped out on 15 he's also still uh connected with marty fredrickson all the while we're gonna shoot um so hot ain't wasting no more time and hellbound for uh march april may releases you all at once and lock them up that's that yeah i mean i think since we have the time you know we'll we'll, we'll do we'll shoot those at the end of this month and next month thanks all man right. thanks we'll sean all right bye, bye.